0: Hey everybody welcome back for another episode of coach my world I am Renee Roberts and I am your coach for this episode thank you guys for your continual support thank you for continuing to download and to share I hope that last episode was amazing for you I hope that it has been helpful in your trying to rebuild and to regain trust in your relationships and actually gain regaining trust with yourself i pray that these things are being um effective you know every episode i just hope that it's really helps your life move forward and um if you need extra help moving forward you can all always check me out on my website at com. there you can book your private sessions with me i would love to join you on this extended journey of self-discovery and healing. Also check me out on my Facebook and Instagram platforms at I am Renee Roberts. And of course, my ultimate goal is for every episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So as always, let's keep our lives moving forward. You have seen the title, the topic today. I want to talk to you about daddy issues. Yes, there are a lot of us that have daddy issues, not just women, but men alike. We all suffer in this deficit, you know, where we have had fathers that are either not present or present and not available. And so today I want to kind of help that a little bit and help our lives move forward a little bit more uh, understanding that these issues uh, I should say the daddy-child relationship is very important in our social our emotional our romantic um, our psychological development all of the parts of us uh, that are developing our, the the relationship we have with our father or the attachment we have to our father, it does matter. You know, um, and during research, you see that the, the mother-child dynamic is powerfully acknowledged, while the father-child dynamic is seldom explored. You know, daddy issues aren't something that's only reserved for women that have had absentee or abusive or emotionally or physically uh, disloyal fathers. Daddy issues are just as prevalent uh, in people, women and men alike, who, have, who had a dad or who have a dad that was there you know, being there does not equate to being present or available. And a lot of us may have had fathers present or, or there, but daddy may not have been present because he had to work so much, or daddy may not have been available because even after working and getting home, daddy is tired and daddy has to get ready to, to go to work the next day. And the cycle continued on and on. So we understand that, you know, fathers have had, um, a greater mandate on a demand on their lives outside of the home, but we are in times now where we're finding out that those times out of the home or even being in the home, but not available in the home, they have really impacted our adult worlds because a lot of us are products of those types of relationships with our fathers, Listen, children need more than financial support. They need more than disciplinary actions and physical uh, uh, presence. They need emotional and affectionate connections as well. These things are sometimes even more important because they impact the psyche or they impact the pathology of the child that goes on. It has long lasting effects that extend way into their adulthoods. As some of us are experiencing even now. You know, what I thought was so interesting, I read a study that showed how fathers, um, the fathers that are affectionate and supportive, it definitely affects their child's cognitive and social development. It also uh, seemed to instill in these children an overall sense of well being and self confidence. Now, this was a longitudinal study, meaning it went over a period of time. So it followed these families, uh, or I should say these father child relationships, It father followed, followed particular ones for a lengthy time into these children who, uh, or I should say like, you know, children became adults or you know, maybe young adults, you know. Uh, Is when the study concluded, but you, you know, they get they saw that these kids are more they became they had a better well being and self confidence than the child who did not have uh, that type of support or affection for from their father. You know, I'm thinking right here would be a good time for me to just kind of share a little bit personally about my own experience with daddy issues. My dad is deceased now, Um, but I will say. Before he died, we were able, I was able to forgive him and to, um, close, bring closure to that, that space that was missing in my life all those years, uh, you know, with my dad being pretty much absent, um, him and my mom, they separated when I was five years old. And, um. That was pretty much my last memories as far as interacting with him now. There, I do have sporadic memories that he would come by, you know, maybe for Halloween, walk with us, take us trick-or-treating, or um, maybe drop a gift off on Christmas here or there. Every now, every random birthday he may pop up, but there was no emotional or affectionate connection with him. And this, hap- this went on all through my life. And it's so funny, my brother who's right under me, I have two brothers, but the one that's a couple of years under me, he, he jokes around a lot, but he, w- he said something one day that I was like, I don't remember that. But he's like, nay, that's what he called me, guys. Nay, you remember, I remember you used to cry for daddy. Like you used to cry and say you want your daddy. And you know what? I don't even remember that. I don't even remember that as a little kid. You know, I just remember growing up with this resentment and this hostility because I felt like he had abandoned me. I felt like he had left me. I felt like he didn't even care because he was not connected. He was not reaching out to us as as his kids and especially me being his only daughter. I just there were so many things that I missed from him. And so moving along, you know, I get married. I'm having my own children. He does not even know my kids. You know, I'm well into my 30s when he resurfaces and he wants to make this connection with me. And let me tell you, I struggled with that. Why? Because I felt like you've been missing all this time. And now you want to, you know, try to try to make things right, bruh. But that was me in my resentful moment. But I tell you what, as time progressed, I forgave him. You know, I began to invite him over for holidays and I started checking on him. His grandchildren started connecting with him. And I will say that his latter days were some of the best days I had with my dad. Um, I did get a little angry when he passed because I felt like he robbed me of the, the opportunity to um get to know him even more. I was enjoying get to know getting to know him in that moment. And that's a decision I made. You know, that's my story, not everybody's story um ends like that. But you know, just showing you how the the lack of his presence, the lack of his availability, it was very hard on me as a female. And it it affected my brother also, but just in a different way. Um, And not just because of our gender, but just because we're different people. And so now I'm thinking, you know, after I got married, the relational part of me was having some major issues because now you have this young girl who's married with no type of father, no type of healthy, uh, attachment with her father. I go into this marriage expecting him to validate and to value me, uh, unreasonably, I would almost say why, because in my, in my, in my psyche or in my emotional room, I'm lacking, there's a deficit of, of validation that should have come from my father there's a deficit or or a lack of of value that has not been ascribed to me from the man that, you know, is is my dad or my father. And it affected my relationship in such a significant way, in a negative way, uh, in the initial stages of the relationship that those first three to five years were like hell. And I'm not blaming it all on me, but it was a lot of me because I was this woman that had so many empty voids, so many holes, you know, and I gravitated and grasped to, to my husband um, because I I wanted that. I needed that. And at the time, I didn't know. That's why I was grabbing onto him so hard. I felt like, oh, I'm in love, you know, and this and that. But it explains why at 18 years old, I, you know, committed my life uh, in, in a marriage because of what I was getting and, and what I was getting a lot of was really a lot of what my dad should have given me. And so I want to kind of just go through, um, some voice and some deficits that, you know, I have dealt with and maybe you're dealing with, uh, or, or maybe you have dealt with, um, but these are, these are results of daddy issues. Maybe you're not aware that these are a product of your daddy issues. Now, outside of the validation and value, uh, you know, wanting affection and the love of a man, you know, that desire to be loved and to have, and be affectionate from, you know, having a man be affectionate with you. Uh, that is, that is, you know, when we just crave that all the time and, and we can't find ourselves, uh, without it, um, we need to examine why, because that's that's showing indicate that's a strong indication of void, not just desire there's there's void there, there's something missing there, that longing to feel accepted and secure that's a void, always looking for acceptance, always looking to feel secure, and wanting him to make you feel secure. I can remember feeling like I just want him to make me feel secure, but that was not. His responsibility um, to make an insecure person feel secure. I was insecure coming into the relationship. Uh, Some of the challenges in our self-confidence and self-worth, those are also connected to our attachment to our father's. Yes, mothers also, mothers are the key relationship that, you know, research always focuses on. And so the nurturing and all of those types of things are interplaying in our lives. But the father, the father, he has such a great impact on how uh, we, we socially develop, a great impact on how we see our lives, how we value ourselves, That's established through our fathers, especially as women and as guys too. Our self-confidence, all of that, it comes from the father validating, the father securing us, the father showing support and affection and love. And it's the same thing for men. Without their father's support, without their father's love, without their father's validation, men don't even know who they are they struggle with that through their adulthood trying to figure out something that should have been placed in them from the man called their father another thing is the inability to establish boundaries why why can't we establish boundaries when it comes to relationships over our lives why because we've been we've, we're void we're void so it's just open game and so we let people in and out of our lives doing what they want and and women we don't set boundaries for these these men, these relationships we get into you know we just we just allow them to do whatever and to and and or we don't set boundaries for ourselves, and so we're a hot mess, and we're doing whatever, and it is so unhealthy, it becomes so toxic, a lot of toxicity is is birthed out of these voids and these empty frames that we dwell in when it comes to our relationships we have trust issues we talked about that last last episode trust issues you know we can't trust why because we were not grown up to feel secure and and you know and confident in ourselves so our insecurity and our lack of security uh is now affecting every relationship that we encounter and we can't trust anybody barely ourselves if you're like me, you have abandoned, you have abandonment issues, you know, why? Because he's not here. He, he was here, <laughs> excuse me. And now he's gone and he's not resurfaced again in a, in a, uh, in a significant way. Abandonment issues are very hard to overcome because then you hold on tight to what you have because you don't want it to leave you. You're afraid for it to leave you. I can remember in my earlier um, marital days um, when when my husband and I would get into conflicts, you know, he's he's more of the silent type. So he'll just kind of walk off, you know, and, and like leave the situation for it to diffuse. But when that would happen, it would trigger me because I didn't know at the time that I was. Afraid He was going to leave me Because of my abandonment issues Um, But that's what was going on And I would flip out I would flip out guys It would be so bad I would try to stop him from leaving I would snatch his keys Stand in front of his car I mean like all of these little uh, These horrible behaviors Would come out Because of simply that little girl In me was still dealing Was still afraid to be left I used to think that the abandonment was only rooted in, in my mom, but no, it first was rooted in my father because he was the first to leave me. He was the first to detach from me. So we have those abandonment issues. We have, we, we find ourselves hard to remain single. Why can't we live a happy single life? Because we just have to be attached to something. We have to be attached to someone to help fill and cover these voids and these empty spaces in our hearts, in our lives, in our development. We're seeking the emotional care of unavailable people, men and women alike. You know you can't have that man. You know you can't have that woman. But you're seeking their care. You're seeking the emotional attachment. Why? Because it makes you feel comfortable. It touches those areas in your heart, in your life, in your emotional realm that are void. You you find yourselves in poor relationship habits. Just making the same mistakes over and over and selecting people to connect to in your lives. These are all deficits. These are all the results of deficits and voids um, in our lives due to our father issues, our daddy issues. Now, there are ways for us to walk through some of these issues. And, and I'm just going to leave a few with you today. Um, but the first thing is acknowledge your issues with your daddy. Acknowledge those issues. Stop acting like everything was on the up and up and and everything was iry you know some of us may have had healthy strong secure relationships with our fathers but just because your dad provided does not make him a dad that was available and present for you let's not get the two roles this let's not get the two actions uh, intertwined or confused Yes, daddy paid the bills. Yes, daddy kept a roof over your, a roof over your head. Yes, daddy fed you. But did daddy show you affection? Did daddy show you love? Did daddy spend time with you? Did daddy take you on walks and have talks with you? Did daddy sit down with you and, and allow, give you a safe space to be vulnerable with him and him likewise be vulnerable with you? Did you and, you and daddy build a, uh, a secure relationship? something that's meaningful and special (coughs) excuse me those are the things you know we have to acknowledge our daddy issues acknowledge what's going on you know with you and daddy or what has gone on with you and daddy and listen I get it some of our cultures that is the culture and this is what dad this is the role of daddy but let me tell you family that does not make it right and neither does it make it acceptable We have to get to a place in life where some things are just not acceptable. I don't care how culturally grounded they are. So acknowledge that. The second thing, forgive and resolve that you can't go back. Forgive, resolve. You can't, you resolve that you can't go back. You can't go back and fix your daddy issues. You must keep healing and growing forward. That's something I had to do. My dad is no longer here. So I had to resolve. I had to resolve within myself, like, up. Oh, I got to keep moving forward. I forgive him. I love him. <coughs> and I'm going to keep moving my life forward. I have to keep growing forward. That's vitally important. The third thing, decide what type of connection is healthy for you and your father. That's if he's around. You decide. You decide what you want out of that. What do you want to see? And then you have to make sure he's willing to make that happen. For some, it is better left where it is just as long as the forgiveness and closure is in your heart. But for some, you desire that connection. You want to see that uh, connection with your father. And I encourage you to do the soul work so that you can do what you need to do to heal in the relationship with your dad. The, The fourth thing, if you're in a relationship, stop placing daddy expectations on your partner. That's not fair to your partner. Stop it. Men and women alike. Those voids, those emptiness, that's not your partner's responsibility to fill. You need to fill those holes up, you know, before you you need to fill those holes up. I would say before you got into the relationship, but you're in it now. So it's your responsibility to do the work to heal and to fill those spaces in your life so that that, that you don't keep having a negative effect on your current relationship. The fifth thing, if you're not in a relationship, stop searching for men to fulfill what daddy didn't give you. Daddy didn't give it to you. It's not their responsibility. Stop looking for it. Get it off of your wish list. That's that's not your partner's or future partner's responsibility. Fill those things up in your heart. Heal them so that you can create new and healthy relationships moving forward. And the last thing, depending on the severity of the issues seek help in sorting out and finding solutions for your daddy issues you can see a therapist you can see a coach coaches are like we're blowing up guys i'm telling you you look you sleeping on the coaches and i look therapy is so important because they are the ones that have been schooled and licensed <clears throat> for other things and diagnoses and things like that but if you need help moving your life forward a coach can be just as beneficial so I encourage you like do the work, get these areas he- healed up in your life, in your world so that you can live a healthier life moving forward and you can begin to establish and heal your current relationships or future relationships moving forward. I'm hoping that, you know, this has helped you. It's definitely something that I'm, I've walked through with my father and even now in my 50s i see little remnants of daddy issues that try to surface every now and then but you know my 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 part of my ultimate goal in doing these podcasts is the same i have the same vision for my own life and that is to always be therapeutic to, with myself in this journey of self discovery therapeutic in my healing and therapeutic in me for progressing in life. Join me on this journey, guys. Let's get healed. Let's get ourselves together so that we can leave legacies of healthy relationships and so that our children and their children and their children can have examples of what true father-child relationships look like. You guys, I love you. And I'm supporting you. And I believe in you. You've got this. You can do it. And I hope you join me for the next episode. It promises to be just as impactful. You guys have a great one.